Hello, it is Monday, May 17th, 2021 years after zero. Big show today, hey? Yeah. Huge show today. Huge show today. Lost sports talk, okay? Football, hockey, basketball, sports entertainment. Yeah. You name it, today's got it. I also recorded this in the entire show on zero hours of sleep. Yeah. Straight out of WrestleMania Backlash, on a bird, to my bed, staring at the ceiling all night. There's the sun. What are we doing? Going to work, recording said show. Let's have a day, huh? Yeah, let's have a day is right. If you like this show by the end of it, please be a friend and tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. No, we'll see you later. See you tomorrow, maybe. Or never. But if you like the show, we got a big one tomorrow. But let's hammer home today. Last night, WrestleMania Backlash took place at the Yingling Center at Tampa Bay, Florida. I was very lucky to call the main event as well as a couple other matches in the beautiful card that saw zombies at one point. Oh, yeah. I didn't get a chance to talk about those that much, but I did have the time in my life. We flew home after that, a little bit late night, got home about 105, 115-ish, got to my house, you know, 130, 135, 140, Mm -hmm. uh, and then I was up the rest of the night. Oh, Oh, is that right? Till right now. Nice. I am still awake from yesterday. Uh, This is still the run from yesterday morning. And I want to let you know, I'm feeling fucking good. Yeah. 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 Woo. Huh? Smoking dope. Couple Celsius. Come on. Let's go. Fresh off a pay-per-view. Had a good time last night. Uh, Messed up a lot of things as I'm going to do. But I got a chance to chat about the greatest champion in the history of champions roman fucking reigns yeah <laughs> no i'm joking it was a fun night I, had a fun. <laughs> I hope you joined us over there on the cock peacock it was a fun evening and a lot of things happened but in the sports world this weekend while we were down in champa bay a lot of things happened we will have to get to all of that at boston connor ty schmidt the boys in the back appreciate you all so much connor the bruins fucking stink whoa oh. whoa whoa everyone knows that first game of any nhl does not here. matter nope. at all nope all that means to me is hey i got better odds on the bees to win the series so that's what i'm gonna go ahead and do hammer that and hammer them tonight well i want to let you you know that I, I will hammer them tonight. Absolutely. Because I'm hoping that they, you know, start a trend. Because when the Bruins lose to the Capitals, mm-hmm. that's tough as a Bruins fan. Backup goalie in there, too. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. Like, like <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just a tough loss. For the Capitals. Yeah, yeah. Tough loss. Uh-huh. Tough loss. You want to bury yourself a little bit more. Tough loss. Brutal. And I, hey. I started dancing, didn't I? Oh yeah. I mean I got I started I started popping off about I know, it. the bees gonna get swept. You guys are gonna get swept? You might not win another game. Yeah. <laughs> you might you guys might get run out of the goddamn arenas. Mm-hmm. I actually said it. And then the penguins, you see, the next day uh, yeah. against the New York fucking Islanders. Jeez. Just lay an egg in overtime. We lose as well. So everything I was gonna do today yeah. about dancing on the Bruins. Had to take a quick pivot because you're 100% right. When you talk about that first game, mm-hmm. it does not matter not at, at all. all. Nope. That isn't even something you need to think about. Whenever we're talking about seven-game series, are you kidding me? This is pens and five, Bruins probably, maybe never. That might be, caps, uh, and, yeah. that might be caps and four. Could be, yeah. That might be. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know your team. Like, I know my team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let me take you back in time, okay? okay. And I am, I am pissed about the Pittsburgh Penguins losing. Yeah. Okay? 
I think 10 of the last 11 playoff games they have lost or something. Like I mean, it is a drop when it matters. When Lord Stanley shows up in the picture, for some reason, the Pittsburgh Penguins have stunk, okay? Sidney Crosby, greatest player to ever play hockey, all right? Every time I say it, I get a bunch of fucking little sheep come after me. Hey, Gordy, ha! Wayne Gretzky, what you, he's not even the best player on the Penguins. Listen, I grew up in the Mario Lemieux, Yarmer Yager, Ronnie Francis era, okay? I understand the back-to-back and all of that. Mario Lemieux was unbelievable to watch. He's probably the second greatest player of all time. Uh-huh. With that being said, Sidney Crosby is a guy that should have been on national television every single time he stepped on the ice. The NHL let Sidney Crosby down immediately upon him getting into hockey. There's actually a video, a fun little content piece the NHL did whenever he got into the NHL. They had him walk around L.A. with somebody with, uh, from the NHL. Uh-huh. And they said, hey, do you know who this guy is? And they said, uh, Bob from the fucking grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then they want to go around like, oh, that guy sold me shoes the other day. Oh, that guy. And the NHL was like, no, it's actually the LeBron James of hockey. Uh-huh. No, you don't know who he is? And they're like, oh, no, sorry. I'll become a fan, though. You do that right now, same shit would happen. The NHL has dropped the ball. Now, Connor McJesus, I heard he's on his way. Okay? Of course. And I love the McJesus. You've got, you got a long way to go, pal. I just want to let you know. I understand we got a hot start and everything, but Sidney's been doing this a long, long time. And he's not just a goal scorer. He's a playmaker. He makes everybody else better on the ice. He's the best skater on the ice anytime he gets on the ice. He is just, you know, he is what he is. And I am a diehard Penguins fan, so this might be a bit biased, but it's real. They fucked over Sidney Crosby's career. They have fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to ESPN. Sydney doesn't appear to be slowing down at all. No. So maybe on Turner and on ESPN, he'll get a little bit of shine so people understand his greatness. So I won't have to hear about a guy that was able to skate around with six feet around him because he had goons on the team that were willing to fight somebody else. And he was just able to go willy-nilly with his dangles. Mm-hmm. And then he had Connor in fucking goal uh-huh. wearing those, <laughs> those pennants right in front of him as pads. And it was just a full goal for him to go, oh, this guy's the great. Okay, I... Trailblazer, okay? Absolutely. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, absolute trailblazer, unbelievable player. If Sidney Crosby played then, he might have 7,000 goals right now, okay? Yep. And now, granted, that's the evolution of hockey. I would assume Wayne Gretzky would do well now. This is just like the Jordan-LeBron thing. But Sidney uh, Ovechkin, I'm big Ovechkin fan. Yeah. Greatest goal scorer, maybe in the history of hockey. Okay, that's a great title to have. Greatest goal scorer in the history of hockey. Could be Ovechkin. I mean, people come in and fight, obviously, with Wayne and everybody. They'll have an entire thing. He could be. Sidney's the greatest hockey player to ever play. Just the entire sport of hockey. And what? Just because he's, he's not scared to maybe uh, piss down a flyer's leg literally on the ice. Uh-huh. Just because he's uh, not scared to go ahead and bat a glove out of the way. Uh, maybe he's not scared to give a little, huh? This is hockey. Well, mm, welcome to the hockey, ice. baby. Huh? This is hockey. But I want to let you know who has let down Sidney Crosby the most here as of late. His name is fucking Jarrett. Okay? Oh, no. He's the goalie. And let me tell you, hockey aficionado here. Yeah. I am a Penguins fan. This is real. Growing up in Pittsburgh, the Penguins are the only team I was a true fan of. My dad, my family obviously loved the Steelers. I think even somebody in my family was drunk once and decided to like the Pirates. Sure. But I was a fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins. In football, I like players. I saw my dad get mad every single week. I saw the entire city kind of live with the Steelers. I'm like, cool, let's hope they win so everybody's happy. But me, I like players. Like I, I like people that are out there making plays in football. But in hockey, I love the Penguins. I watched one fucking game with this guy playing goal earlier in the year 
One game. Yeah. And I joined Nick Moraldo for That's Hockey Talk. And listen to what I said about the human that lost the fucking playoff game for the Penguins just yesterday. Please. It's after first game. About this guy, Jari. You're sold on him? He was a, he was an all-star last year. He's what young. What happened? It's a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> seems like he really enjoyed the offseason. I don't know. I don't know what happened. He needs to be in the Oculus with some, like, hand-eye shit going on. I mean, and then, what, first game? And obviously, I'm the hockey aficionado. Of course. First game, he's rolling around on the fucking ice, okay? He gives up three goals in, what, ten seconds or whatever. He's flopping around a little bit. I don't know him that well, but you said I should have faith. I should have faith? So when he was drafted, he was originally drafted ahead of Matt Murray. He was supposed to be the guy. They were like, this is going to be a franchise goalie for the future. You know, and he bided his time. He's younger. He's only 22 now, I think. And Murray just jumped up through the organization ahead of him, played well in the AHL, got called up to the NHL, wins those two cups, and Jari just kind of was an afterthought. And then he bided his time, slowly but surely developed, came along, had an all-star year last year when they really needed him, and then now this year, not off to a solid start. Kind of rough. A little bit shaky. What do you do, not play goalie at all in the offseason? <laughs> what happened? Fair question. What goes on? I guess that's a big mental thing, huh, goalie? It is. It's similar to uh, special teams and specialists. Yeah. You got to hope that, he, well, Young, he's still trying to figure out his whole mentality for off seasons and this and that. You know what I mean? I'd assume he's going to get better, but boy, we got a short season. He better, better figure it the fuck out, is what I say there at the end, uh-huh. which we cut off beautifully. The um, shout out, Nick. Shout out. Shout out. That's hockey talk, by the way, from Nick. He better figure it the fuck He did not. Nope. No. He has, maybe he did. Actually, they went on a run, went to the top of the East. Okay, they do what they got to do. But all of a sudden, we get back in the playoffs. The guy seems like he's never played fucking catch before. What is he doing? Why is this happening? Nick Moraldo, host of That's Hockey Talk, the person on the other side of that conversation after like the first game, saying, hey, hey, have faith, this guy. He's the all-star. He's a guy. He'll figure it out. What happened, Nick? This guy stinks. Get him off. Put Sidney in the fucking net. Ooh. I've seen him around Pittsburgh, by the way. Sidney Crosby goes and plays deck hockey as goalie. Guess what? Shut out fucking machine. Yeah. Okay, why don't we put him in gold, Nick? Is this Jari guy going to figure it out? Is this something I need to look forward to? Is us losing 11 out of 12? Then 12 out of 13? Oh, no. Then 13 out of 14? What? And then 14 out of 15, are we going to lose straight up like we did last year, Nick? Ooh. What the fuck happened to the Pittsburgh Penguins? It's all goaltending, Pat. I think he grabbed one of Matt Murray's leftover gloves from uh, back in the so, arena. It was so a that's too an heavy. inside joke. Lift it up. <laughs> that's an inside joke. Matt Murray, okay, our previous goalie, he comes in for Mark Andre Fleury, who we did try to get back to the Penguins this year on the show. Stud goaltender. Oh yeah. Okay, number Killed one pick overall, night. I think, actually, is a goalie coming out of Canada or whatever. Yeah, he looked great yesterday. Had a, an amazing save. Went to overtime. Oh, he lost in overtime too. Uh, huh. Okay, but, first game. Uh, excuse me. Uh, he wasn't rolling around on the fucking ice first game, first game of the season this year, okay? Marc-Andre Fleury, though, he got run out of town by this guy named Matt Murray. Matt Murray was a rookie, okay? They go through the playoffs. They win a Stanley Cup with this fucking guy. He replaces on Marc-Andre Fleury. He gets hot, which is what the NHL playoffs are, by the way. Mm-hmm. If your goalie gets hot, you're going to win. That's just how, it, how you're going to have a chance. I guess the rest of the players have to not fucking stink. But if you got a goalie that's hot, you're going to go, Matt Murray gets hot in replace of Matt, Marc-Andre Fleury. He's sitting on a bench, Matt. Whoa. They go and win. All of a sudden, expansion team starts happening. They're like, hey, uh, is there any we'll way you want to get rid of that Hall of Fame goalie you have? They're like, absolutely. We got this new guy. This new guy played good. He fucking forgot how to play goalie, too. Yeah. And then Jari comes in. This guy's no idea. We stink, Nick. And this, it, Sidney Crosby does not deserve what has happened to him as of late. And I'm not happy about it. 
I agree. I'm not happy about it either. They're losing to the New York Islanders again, who they got swept by in 2019. The New York Islanders, the most boring team in the yeah. entire NHL playoffs every single year. Well, a lot of people would say all of hockey's boring, but playoff Whoa. hockey is the best. It's the best. It playoff is. hockey is so much fun. I'm not happy about it. Speaking of Sidney Crosby getting screwed over by the NHL, maybe Sidney should have focused on, you know, basketball or something. They would probably put him up. Uh, you know, he probably wouldn't be giving speeches and uh, oh, hosting yeah. award shows and stuff probably. like that. Logo of the league, probably. I ask people if they know Sydney, they spell his name wrong every single time, I bet. People don't even know how to spell, huh? S-Y-D. I. No, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, that's, people that's say. That's what they're, yeah. At Ty Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you were spelling it no, wrong. No, no, I was no, like, Ty, no, no, please, no. greatest rock player of all time. <laughs> no, no, no. Whoa. I don't know. Common misconception. Now, let's pivot to another sport that is also wasting somebody's career. Uh-huh. Listen, I love the Pelicans, okay? Yeah. The Pelicans allowed me an opportunity to do something that was incredibly awesome. Yes. I tried it out. After the Lil Wayne rap song in New Orleans to the middle of the Pelicans court, LeBron James, seven feet to my left. Frank Vogel, old friend, doesn't even say hello to me. Jeez, oh, Frank. Excuse me. He's Hollywood, dude. He's won a championship. Yeah. That was before he won a championship. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Now I couldn't even imagine. He's back here. And I get to introduce Zion. I get to introduce second or something or mm-hmm. third or whatever, which was really cool. But I got to have a cool moment. And then, by the way, COVID came. There was no other events after that. So it was oh. like kind of a, a send-off into the quarantine lockdown or whatever. And I love the Pelicans. People are nice down there. Okay, they're really cool. I feel like the social media team's great. Same social media team as the Saints social media team. They're great, by the way. Same ownership as the Saints. Yeah. Cool, they're doing well. They had to cut everybody because they overpaid everybody for like the last 10 years, but they're still going to be good because Sean Payton's there. I have no bit, uh, beefs or qualms with the New Orleans Pelicans. With that being said, can we get Zion on a different fucking team? Uh-huh. Okay, we got a play-in tournament that is causing all types of problems. Okay, all types of problems. LeBron loves it. He hates it. Steph loves it. He loves it. He loses these two games. He's going to hate it. It makes it a little bit of an excitement type thing. This is what baseball has, obviously. They have 7,000 games, and then there's a couple teams that yeah. comes down to one game. What did we play all these games for? Nobody knows. I guess this is how we make all of our money because the local deals we do for TV, there's just a shit ton of games. The play-in game, though, always electric. March Madness, it's electric. Mm-hmm. I assume with the NBA last year, uh, with the bubble, it was electric. Yep. Now we got LeBron James and Steph Curry playing? Are you kidding me? Wednesday night? And then the loser of that will then play on Friday to beat the 9-10 seed game. And if the winner of that also goes in. So let's assume that the refs are not going to allow LeBron James to potentially not be in the playoffs. No, correct. Now, Steph Curry, lovable guy, going to win the MVP, just has a scoring record and everything like that. He is absolutely awesome. They'll let him get Friday. But LeBron coming back, there's no – let's assume the Lakers are going to win on Wednesday. Okay, let's just assume that's the case. Uh-huh. LeBron's coming back, by the way. He oh, is. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's self-handicapping, which is what uh, Ocho told us he was doing. You know, right, talking about how he's never going to be the same again. He's kind of, you know, setting his standard at a, a little bit lower so he doesn't disappoint himself, maybe, which was a great speech by Ocho, and he yeah. might be doing that. But Zion Williamson is not in this fucking playing game. He's not in the playoffs. They weren't even the Knicks are in the fucking thing on the East. Okay, the Knicks are the four seed somehow. Yeah. Knicks fans are crawling. Out of the woodwork, talking about the Knicks being in the force. Zion Williamson, a guy who has incredibly dope shoes now. Yep. A guy who's like 400 pounds and can dunk from the foul line. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He just takes a, He's not even in a playing game. You know why? What's that? Pelican stink. Oh, yeah. Trade him. Look, the Nets. You know why the Nets are going to win this year? Or the Lakers are going to win? Because uh-huh. they tried to win. 
And they tried, that's all they tried to do. By the way, I don't know how James Harden isn't the MVP, by the way. Okay, he leaves Houston. They stink. He's in strip clubs. They're mad. He goes to Brooklyn. They're going to win it all, probably. Yep. Okay, so I don't know who. Steph Curry, I get it. All-time league scorer. He's probably going to get hot here in these playing games. He could be electric uh, during the playoffs. I'm very happy about that. But Harden seems to be the most valuable player. I, I, he goes to a team. They're going to win. So I, uh, I guess Blake Griffin could potentially be that as well. Look out. I don't right. know how the Pistons are doing since he's uh, left, but they probably stink. I I think, so, so maybe Blake Griffin in that same vein there, uh, that whole thing. But Zion needs to go. Hey, we need to get him. We need to get him to another team. I mean, he needs to spread his wings and fly to a winner. He does. The Pelicans don't want to win. Pelicans, J.J. Redick was trying to pay him to get the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. Hey, I won't go up to the Nets. And they're like, oh, we're going to trade you to Dallas. Fuck you. <laughs> That's exactly what happened yeah. down there. And I like the Pelicans. Hey, listen, if you're going to go all in and start playing, let's do it. Okay, let's. If the Pelican, I would like that for New Orleans. I'd like that for the Pelicans. You know, I'd like that for the Blender, the Smoothie King Center. Down there. Yeah. Because that place, electrifying, just like uh, the Mercedes Benz Superdome down there. Yep. It is, their fans are awesome. But the ownership is not trying to be a winner. Terrible. Anthony Davis said, get me out of here. See, you. I'm gone. He, by the way, won a title as soon as he left. <laughs> That's right. Get Zion. Yeah, the fact he's not in a playing game. The fact is he's not in this playoffs, there's no way Adam Silver is like, yeah, this is good for basketball. No way, Ty Schmidt. Get his ass in a big seat or become one of the bigger teams. Well, that's not going to happen. I think we all know that. He needs to go to New York. I mean, you know, I don't think he's going to be going out to L.A. He loves playing in New York. I mean, that's what's tough. How many times has he played in L.A.? What is he, 12 years old? Fucking get over it. Look at the the views, Zion. It's awesome. (laughs) It's out there. That's that's true, but, I mean, him in the Big Apple, you kidding me? He doesn't have to be LeBron's sidekick or a. AD's sidekick. Hey, and Julius to say, yeah, that's a nice little oh, tag team. Boy. I mean, they might shoot ninety five percent next year. Yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of dunks, a lot of dunks. But that's the. I mean, the, it's kind of it's uh, it's not similar with Rodgers, but like yeah, I'm sure the guy does. He doesn't want to be the guy that trades away Zion. You know, like whoever's whoever's in charge there. It's like, hey, listen, we need to keep this guy as long as we can. I don't know if we can surround him with talent to win, but listen, I mean, we we got to make as much money off this guy as we can because he's leaving. We got to hold this guy hostage, pretty much. We won a lottery, literally, and we drafted him. Okay? We win. He is now floating into basketball irrelevancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is just how it goes. I don't care if he could average a triple-double every night if he wanted to. I don't care if he could shoot 90%. We won a lottery. We get a chance to make sure the rest of the world never sees him play basketball. I just, I just, hey, listen, Pelicans, I want you in the game. Yeah, Love hey, the, the Pacers, the Pacers, they were calling for this coach to get fired in this city yeah. three weeks ago. They're in the play-in game. Uh-huh. They are in the play-in game tomorrow. Indiana Pacers are in the play-in game tomorrow. Their coach has been fired two to three times in the last two, three weeks. Yeah. And they're in the play-in game. Zion's sitting at home. How is that happening? I don't know. I assume the NBA doesn't like it. And Pelicans, this is not against you. You get in the game. I'm not saying he yeah, has yeah. to leave. Start recruiting. But it seems like that's not the way this is going because is it the same GM that lost AD? I mean, I couldn't tell you, but shit, you know, I mean, the franchise has shown, hey, listen, they can't they can't keep their, their acquired talent there. You know why? Probably because people like me are like, get them the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be. They, and listen, Zion said he loves playing in New Orleans. And by the way. How couldn't you? You would love playing yeah. in New Orleans. Great fans, great building. You know, Pelicans. Hell of a city. Hell of a city. Pelicans, interesting. You know, when they made that decision, I think we're all pretty intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, yeah, a lot of Pelicans on it. Oh, it's wetland. Okay, a lot of fish. Okay. Could have made it something with like Mardi Gras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Something with like yeah. bourbon street. Something really cool. Something, you know, maybe a little bit of yaz in there, maybe. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Something like that. Something, you know, that is. But the Pelicans are fucking prevalent down there. When you go down to New Orleans, you're like, you know what? Pelicans fucking everywhere around here. So they I are. respect the fighting Pelicans out there. The name's not bad, but they're not bringing players in. Get them out of there. Get them right. out of town. Well, and players don't want to go there, too, because of that J.J. Redick thing. They know that they could get fucked over if they ever go down there and then want to leave. Well, and, and now let's, let's pivot now to what is happening. Hey, LeBron James, Steph Curry tomorrow night. Oh. Adam Silver went from 6 to midnight quicker <laughs> yeah. than any human in history. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I don't know anything about him. I was in the same room as him one time. I was not allowed to ask him any questions. Ah, come What's on. With that? Yeah, they muted my mic and moved me away from it completely. He told me to stand on the other side. He's so, like eight feet tall, isn't he? I think maybe yeah. nine, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was big. So. Very gentleman, very much a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Say hello to everybody. He did sit there with Greeny on Get Up and answered every single question. I did not get to ask any questions, though. And I did have a couple. I did <laughs> have a few for him. But I would assume whenever he thought of this play-in game, his dream, okay, his dream was probably LeBron Zion in a play-in game, okay? Yeah. It's probably yeah. LeBron Zion in a yeah. play-in game. But instead, he gets the MVP of last year and the MVP of this year probably in a hot Steph Curry, a Steph Curry that changed basketball forever when he started balling out there in a one-game playoff. I mean, the numbers for this, and now I've heard the, ra- the ratings are terrible. Oh, yeah. I've heard the ratings are terrible. There's a lot of articles about these ratings being very bad. It's still over a million, right? Yeah. yeah. Still over a million people watching, and I believe their, their content on the internet crushes. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how that is for their business. I assume that is not great for the business to have that rating just get projected everywhere. But LeBron, Steph, is going to do numbers, I assume. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait to watch it. This What, this is the first time we've really talked about the NBA because the playoffs are coming around? Right. And Adam Silver has an opportunity to have their biggest stars in – I mean, potentially not in the playoffs, but in the opening round, this is like Super Bowl. This is they're building up to this play-in game as if it's been a massive deal. There's been two weeks of hype. Yeah. This has been a potential matchup for like two weeks. People are like predicting what records are potentially going to be, and here we go. Steph Braun tomorrow night. Does anybody care? I think our ratings are currently tanking because oh, we're yeah. talking about it. But I'm pumped to see what they get going on. Out yeah, there. I mean, I finally started, you know, kind of checking out some stuff this week when all this stuff was coming back. I mean, I really, you know, I, you see scores and stuff like that, but I don't pay any attention to the NBA during the regular season. But, like, playoffs are here. I'm, here we go. I'm ready to lock back in and, hey, and watch. Here we go. I'm excited. And, by the way, my Brooklyn Nets team, okay? Uh-huh. I talked about that guy that was in the adult ballet during training camp getting mm-hmm. bags and gifts and stuff. Big yep. Jimmy. It looked like he, he did gain some weight, they said. A little bit. And then he got traded to Brooklyn. The next day, he lost 45 lost pounds. Lost Overnight. Yeah. And by the way, still had it. Yeah. Still had it. And then Durant and uh, Kyrie were out. He was just playing by himself. And it was still got it. Went on a run. Still got it. Still <laughs> yeah. got it, by the way. Still got it. If Kyrie... Now, we don't know if he's if he's going to be fully invested, right? True. Because yep. there is bigger things in basketball for him to focus on, he has said. But I think even Durant and Harden are going to give it a hell of a go. I mean, oh, yeah. a hell of a go. And Durant had to, what, sit out and hear all that shit about how he's not even like a top five player or whatever. Everybody forgot about how damn good he is. And then now Stephen A's out here saying, hey, he might be considered the greatest scorer of all time. It feels like a lot of respect's coming around for Kevin Durant. He's always been an absolute assassin. The Nets, Lakers is what they want, right? That's everything? Yeah, for Absolutely. Sure. But nobody has talked about the Clippers. And do they still have the team that they had last year where everybody thought they were going to beat the hell out of the Lakers over there in the Battle of L.A.? Yeah, they're the, th- they're, oh, the four seed, but they're basically the same team. Just add Boogie Cousins to them. But who knows what's going to happen because if they if the NBA wants LeBron to win, they're going to have LeBron win. DeMarcus Cousins is on the Clippers? Yes. 
Wasn't he on Houston? And he said, get James Harden the fuck out of here? Exactly. <laughs> if you don't want to be here, we won't be here. We don't care. I'm going to L.A., but <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care. Awesome. He don't care. I don't. No. Listen, I, people are telling me that, too. <laughs> uh, all right, so we covered all the sports, huh? Yeah. yeah. Shohei Otani. Uh, I mean, Otani. Uh, Shohei Otani. Shohei, excuse me. Listen. I know that I have to speak a lot, and I am sick and tired of hearing me speak. I'd like to let everybody know that. So if you are, I completely understand, and I'm on your side. You want to take a time out, take a break, do what you got to do. But I, I've said a few things here now. That's hockey talk after seeing Jari for one game. Yep. That guy's going to be our Achilles heel. That guy is a problem. That guy is a liability. Mm-hmm. We're one game in. Now, he might. The Just like in the season, he got hot. Now, yeah. that might happen. And if he does, we probably win. Because we are the best team with the best player to ever play on that team. Is Detroit in the playoffs? No, no sir. Not a chance. <laughs> Sorry, we'll hold it down for you guys. Thank you. I mean, you guys have won the same amount of playoff games as the Red Wings in the last two seasons, but hey. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, listen. We'll hold it down, okay? I, thank you. <laughs> You guys don't even get invited to fucking dance. Don't be telling me how many dance-offs we won when you haven't even been on the floor, pal. You hear me? Well, this is a real You aren't even invited to the bubble. We didn't want the COVID Cup bubble, Mickey Moss. Neither did we. Championship. Neither did we. That's why we lost four straight. Uh We said, get us out of here. Sydney said, I'm the greatest. I'm going to go play on a pond palace here next year. Hey, some people are saying you haven't slept because of that goalie down there in Pittsburgh. I will say, 2.30 a.m., I got into a wormhole in this fucking jar. Yeah. Just touch the fucking puck! <laughs> Let's get to a break. Uh, we're back on the other side talking about rookie minicamps that are happening. Ooh. Also, a lot of things are coming to a head potentially between the NFLPA and the NFL. Dudes, what the fuck is that this? thing is bumping. <laughs> was it speeding up? Yeah. <laughs> I thought my heart was racing. I thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> Remove from playlist. <laughs> oh, that one needs to go too. It's like a Tron beat right here. Yeah. This one's pretty good. Yeah. Rookie uh, Jawan James was cut from the Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. And uh, they said, we are not paying you $10 million that you are scheduled to uh, get paid because you aren't working out at our facility. Mm-mm. Remember when you guys in your little union took a little stand? We're not going into the building. No, no, no. Last year was awesome. Nobody got hurt. Injuries went down. Jawan James out there like, all right, I'm working. Pow! And the Broncos like, where was that? Not here. You're cut. We're not paying you. Good luck. So now the NFLPA has to stare down Jawan James because of their public stance about not going into the facility because the facility isn't safe. The NFL teams are now going to say, our place isn't safe. Neither is yours. Yep. It's a war now. If this is any other offseason, even though Jawan James, I think he only played like a certain amount of, I don't know if he... Whatever the case was, I, I I did not look into his career enough to know if this was potentially something. I think it, in normal years, there's potential deal to be made there. I'm not 100% sure. But since there has been a war brokered by the NFLPA, the NFL, Peter King said this morning, have line in the sand this thing. Yeah, uh-huh. Sucks for you, pal. That life-changing money you thought you had? Well, tell Demory Smith that he needs to take a fucking hike. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30, and testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. Oh my Whoa. God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No, no. minus 30. 
Well, if it starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30 in the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where That's they can get you. It's one of them damn word problems. This is one of those yeah. problems where you're like, well, wait a minute, uh, which can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but this is me versus you. Fuck you. That's how, I, that's how I view it. That's why friends at Roman have a new supplement designed to support testosterone production. I did not know this. They formulated their own supplements with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. You hear this, AJ? Roman's mm -hmm. testosterone supplement is for anyone who wants to support their own body's natural function. They formulated their own blend with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash USA. Their supplement contains vitamin D3, what? zinc, what? magnesium, what? maca, what? and ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good news. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. There is a story that involves a human named Aristotle that we will tell at some point today. It is worth it. Very much so. The philosophizer? Yeah. I was in tears. <laughs> I was in tears from laughing so hard in public. When this happened, okay? So yeah. that is just something we'll talk about. Something we can't talk about it now. We have a guest that would be rude to talk about house business, especially with Aristotle, whenever there are guests in here. The guest right now is not the man who's won a national championship in uh, college football and a Super Bowl champions, A.J. Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. AJ will hopefully be AJ. You look unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, jawline. Did you go to a doctor to get that thing chiseled even even more, dude? Yeah, I did. That's what I did this weekend. Knew it. That had to hurt. Did they get like, is it like the, like that? Was that the entire thing? People do it to their noses. I have no idea how they do it. You see people come out with that full on thing on their nose. They just got a hacksaw done to their face. I don't know how anybody signs up for that thing. Did you do that to your jaw? I, I did not, but uh, it got me thinking of that. Did you see that picture of the weekend when he had those prosthetics on his jaw and it looked all weird and people well, thought it was real? Well, that was because of the Super Bowl performance. That's that right. He absolutely crushed Slaughtered out of the park. Anyways, can we bring back Bruno Mars, dude? Please. Yeah, please. Get him with the goddamn thing. Wait, wait. Am, I the, am I the guest? I thought you were, were you going to Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. No sleep, no sleep, no sleep, no sleep. Blood, though. I want to hear that story. <laughs> okay, we'll get to Aristotle at one point. Ladies and gentlemen, join us now. Cool dude. Oh, yeah. Cool dude. Hey, I want to say this, Shregs, and don't take this personally. Surprisingly cool ass dude. <laughs> Would have never so. guessed it. Very thankful to have gotten a chance to chat with him. He's one of the hosts of Good Morning Football. He's an insider to the insiders, uh, unlike our insider uh, to the insiders, ladies and gentlemen. Shregs, Peter Shregs. Yeah! Yeah! Shregs, what's going on, dude? 
Uh, why didn't you think I'd be cool? I'm interested. <laughs> I, it's, I, I get that a lot. I get, you know what I get a lot on, on Twitter? Very punchable face. And I'm like, I, I just was born this way. Hey, listen, you can't, let Twitter, you can't let Twitter dictate how you feel about anything. That person was wrong. I just thought you were a corporate stooge. I thought there was yeah. a chance you were a corporate stooge because you always, yeah. Yeah. you always seem to be on Good Morning Football. You literally have to speak for the NFL yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in your yeah. inside, I thought there was a chance you wouldn't be cool. You're a cool yeah. dude. Suit Thanks, all, dude. Yeah, you suit on Sundays on Fox. You know, like I just, I didn't expect it. I'm very appreciative of your time whenever you join I us. I appreciate it, bro. Hey, no problem, Shregs. Uh, I also texted you, I think, four times. Shregs, 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 Shregs. And then I had... And- no answer. I had to DM you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that your number? No, not your too cool. Too cool. Two numbers probably. Two numbers. Uh, I gotta be honest. I didn't have your number saved, so I saw Shrake, 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 and I thought it was like I, I didn't know what it could have been. And usually, if I don't have a number saved, I just I ignore it. So. Once you direct message me, I'm like, oh, that was Pat. Of course I would do whatever. I'll, I'll respond. <laughs> so you saw the shrinks. Oh, yeah. I saw it fully. I was like, who the, who the, who's this? <laughs> so I sent it. No follow-up. By the way, it's one of my favorite things to do. Like, for instance, I'll text people just boss, no follow-up, then just see how they answer. This one was just shregs, no answer, two days later. No. Shregs, (laughs) two days later, no answer, shregs. But it's great to have you on. Let's get right to it. A guy named Ron Wolf, okay, he's a famous general manager for the Green Bay Mm -hmm. Packers. And this Mm -hmm. is where we'll start. And I can't wait to dive into your thoughts and opinions and maybe inside information on all things happening in the NFL, including Andy Dalton potentially being the starter in Chicago when Justin Fields is allegedly blowing everybody's minds at a rookie <laughs> minicamp. Ron Wolf said this, and AJ, I can't wait to hear your take on this. I'm not really sure what the deal is with Rodgers. Oh. Okay, this is who, uh, Ty, who the hell is this Former guy? GM of the Packers. He traded for Brett Favre. I think that's one of the big, you know. Oh, uh, From Atlanta, that's a good trade, mm-hmm. by the way. What is upsetting him, in my opinion? You can't be in a better place, okay? Everything there is geared toward the player. Everything they do is about the player. That's the greatness of that franchise. To me, that's why it's been so successful, has it? It's about playing football. That's all. It's not about any other thing. It's not about going to some owner's wife's tea party to this affair or that affair. It's about playing football and being a professional football player. That's all it is. That's really the greatness of the Packers. You can't top that anywhere, pal. This is courtesy of Peter King, obviously. And he said this uh, to Tyler Dunn of go long with Tyler Dunn uh, when he was speaking about Aaron Rodgers, obviously. So, Shregs, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you here before we get to the insider and hear what his thoughts are on A.J. Hawk. But, Shregs, who's Ron Wolf being told to talk like that? Do you think he's being told to maybe put that out there? Or is that just his natural opinion? And do you think most people view the same way Ron Wolf does? No, look, Ron Wolf is a Hall of Fame executive, and he's had a long storied career. His son, Elliot Wolf, is still involved in the NFL, works for the Patriots right now, and for many years oh, worked for the Packers. So we, we suddenly have you know, a lot of that stuff. But it, I, I think a lot of people believe what Ron Wolf is saying like, hey, bro, the grass is not going to be greener anywhere else. And a lot of football purists look at that Green Bay situation and say, small town America. You go to the brewery on the weekends and everyone knows your name. And, hey, look, you're going to be a hero forever. And a lot of guys love that. AJ, I think you love that. I think Amon Green loves that. I think a lot of people just fall in love with Green Bay. But it's not for everybody. And maybe Aaron Rodgers doesn't value that stuff after 16 years as much as Ron Wolf did. And the whole thought of the tailgate in the front and the small town America, maybe that's not where he wants to spend his offseason. So for Ron Wolf to say that, you know, I don't get what Rodgers – 
that's not fair to Rogers. Rogers is his own man. And if that's not what he looks at as the number one priority and yeah. small town America and Green Bay this and the history and the legends, like, I don't know. That's that's your preference. It's not necessarily his. Shregs, hey, again, appreciate you coming on. I just want to know. like, Shregs, hold on. we got to talk about it. You were shaving? No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah. No, it's different. Oh, is that shaving cream? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting to it. Don't worry. I was getting. I thought oh, maybe so it was something about Mary's situation. Don't be sorry. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> I'm joking, Shrek. I knew it wasn't. No, I figured. Bro, maybe toothpaste. Bro, it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. <laughs> I don't know where Pat went. We lost him. Shrek, don't no, don't be scared now. Hey, Shrek, you're fine. You look good. You look baby face. You look young. You look cool. You I shaved. I had this horrible five o'clock shadow all day today, so I shaved it. But look at me now. This is it. And I'm on like this terrible FaceTime. God, this is why we're not on real TV. Huh? Shrek, you're crushing it. Love you, Shrek. You're crushing it. And by the way, uh, we are on real TV every once in a while. We're actually on in a club this week. It was a week. <laughs> I Vegas. saw that in Ve- where was that Vegas? I have no that idea. Awesome. I, I have no idea. I have no idea where it was. But at this exact moment, Shrek, maybe you can help us. If you're a club and you're going to run our clips, we'd like you to run this one. Okay, this would like yeah. we'd like this to be our club clip, please, if you could. Yeah. Woo woo. Yeah. Woo. Come on. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Thank you. Anyways, uh, so we're on TV sometimes. Sorry about that, AJ. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly where I was going, Shregs. Your, uh, your next situation had me distracted off. for a bit. Hey, Justin Fields going to start over there. Are they just lying about Andy Dalton? What is this all about, Shregs? Do you think that that is how they actually feel? Or are they just protecting Fields? Are they saying that because they told Andy Dalton they're going to start? What are your thoughts on that, Shregs? Your immediate thoughts. Yeah, my immediate thoughts are that the dream situation is that Matt Nagy can have some time to breathe and make this decision. But I could tell you, knowing Matt pretty well over the years, if Fields blows it out of the water during training camp, it's going to be his job. He's not going to lie to his team. The team will know if he's the number one or not. And the truth is, the Mahomes situation is the ideal, where Alex Smith groomed him. And by the end of the season, everyone in that building knew that it was time to pass the torch to this phenom, Patrick Mahomes. And it was because he had 16 weeks learning under Nagy and learning under Bienemy and learning under Alex Smith. Huh. I don't know if he's got the, uh, huh. the – I don't know if Andy Dalton is Alex Smith, but I certainly don't know if there's the luxury of doing that in the situation where Nagy needs to win at some point, but he also needs to trot this quarterback out and see what he's got. So I, week one, I mean, NBC is putting the Bears on national television. I can assure you this. Their dream situation is not Andy Dalton versus Matthew Stafford. It's the new quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Hell yeah. On, fr- <laughs> on Friday. Go ahead. On Friday, Andy Dalton was minus 220 as a favorite. That It's not even up on the sports book anymore. So, like, maybe they know, like, hey, Justin Fields is throwing the ball really well on air to other rookies. So. Yeah, what are the stories out of rookie minicamp? I feel like this is something that has gotten overhyped a bit. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I feel like rookie minicamp has potentially got overhyped strictly because we don't know if players are going in the building and there's that whole thing with Juwan James going on over there in Denver. I mean, it's a weird time for OTAs. But are all the have all the rookies done great? Has anybody stunk? Yeah, yeah. you're never going to hear it if so. It's okay. like every time a player is coming off an injury, they successful surgery went great you know like we're never gonna hear doctor didn't do great on this one like we actually looked at it and it doesn't look like he did a great job on the surgery so i don't know if he's gonna heal um the truth is with these with these young quarterbacks there's so many eyes on all the situations because you look at each one garoppolo and trey lance right don't know how that's gonna play out and when that torch is gonna be passed mac jones and cam newton we don't know when that one's gonna play out and then this one in chicago uh 
But I, you know, the Vegas sports books are one thing. I just know that Nagy's dream situation is to have this be smooth and to have this be when Justin Fields is ready. But if he's ready out of the gates, Nagy can't look at that team and be like, I, 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 I don't know. I just want Dalton. I'll, I'll give you a quick story. Okay. 2012, I remember covering the NFL for Fox and you know did Seahawks training camp and talking to everyone in the Seahawks front office. And they're like, we just signed Matt Flynn for oh, a ton of money, yeah, yeah, yeah. but our third round pick is out playing him every day. The players know. Clear the hearts. players know. Yeah. Clear eyes. The third, hearts. Clear eyes the third round pick was Russell Wilson. Pretty good. And that's that. Hey, hey was, there yeah, any re- was there any real smoke there? Sorry, AJ. Was there any real smoke between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, you think? What do you mean by smoke over the last couple months? Yeah, like when that whole thing hit. Do you remember when that thing hit? I mean, he was going to be a bear. Yeah. The Bears yeah. fans thought they were getting Russ Wilson, and I saw the Wheel of Fortune thing. It was like four, and then it was an L, and then it was an N, and then everybody's it was Andy Dalton. You know, <laughs> and, and that came out of nowhere. Was that a real thing there? And then the story yeah. That was very real. How'd they get past it? Have you heard how they got past it? They go to dinner. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know if it's anything between them personally, but I, I know that that was very real that the Bears made an aggressive play and that Russell obviously wasn't resisting that talk when his agent came oh. out and listed four teams. Oh. Um, look, the truth of the matter is, oh. he went on Dan Patrick's show and basically said, We need more O line help. And then they went in the draft and they took a wide receiver in the third, in the second round. So I, you know, I don't know where Russell Wilson's at with the Seahawks, but. The truth of the matter is, he wasn't traded. They're not looking to trade him. And just like with Rodgers and Deshaun Watson, before all that stuff uh, you know, went a different direction, Terrible. these guys are under contract. And the teams ultimately do have the leverage on where they will play next year. That's true. Hey, what about Russell Wilson? A lot of people are, are predicting that this will be his last year as a Seahawk. Do you think that's true? Go Hawks con- is going to be dead? He's not going to say go Hawks anymore? Whoa. What? Is he still we'll saying see. go Hawks? I think I'll say go Hawks. The contract is tricky where he can get out of it and they can get out of it after this year without some oh, crazy guarantee number. he's gone. But, but, I always say it with these things. Like, same thing with the, like, what's the alternative? The Seahawks are going to let him walk? They better have a backup. And Geno Smith is the current backup. So I don't know, like, what's the, Good what's the plan? I think, I think they got to figure it out. They got to figure out what they got to do if that's the case. And they better have a succession plan. They did not draft a rookie quarterback that's going to take the job. There hasn't been one there ever, really, since Russ got there. I, you know, the Seahawks are a proud team. They're not going to throw it all down the drain and not bring back Russell Wilson. They're going to do everything they can to make sure it works. Shregs, every time you speak, I feel like, okay, hey, this is a very, you know, well. I feel like you are potentially gospel. Like, yeah. I, I feel like you're close there. I feel like everything's well thought out. On NFL Network, can you take any leaps and then do teams get pissed for anything you say on NFL yeah. Network in the morning? You do. You get like gripes. Of course. People get mad. I've got this I've got this this interesting role on the NFL network where I'm quote unquote insider, but I'm also one of the four hosts on the three hour show where you gotta have opinions. You can't come on there and just be milk toast all day long. <laughs> can't do forget. it, Shrek's. I'll never forget. I came out really strong my first year working um, for the NFL network and was killing Ron Rivera because he benched Cam because he didn't wear a tie. And I'm like, what is this, you know, ridiculous old school philosophy, you know, and they put Derek Anderson in and he throws a pick six on a turn. Like, and they deserve to lose. And Ron Rivera deserves to lose because if Cam Newton wants to do whatever he does, you do it. And, and you know, it's one of those deals where the, the it, it's on in all the buildings. And I heard from Ron Rivera and we got past it, but I'll just say I learned a lesson. You better, <laughs> you better believe what you say because you can't have the hot take and just live it out there. Now, I don't know if you saw what Kwame Brown had to say this morning. Yeah, That's a whole other topic. No. I can't go that style. 
but I can kind of give a take if I feel I believe it. How does he reach out to you, though? How does Rivera? Did you just get a maybe uh, try unknown it. number that you answer? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I know Ron, and I heard from him, and we in the next. The irony was the next game for Fox, I had to do a Carolina Panthers Atlanta Falcons game in Carolina. <laughs> so we sat down, we hashed it out. He actually had a big smile on his face after the fact, but I could tell you he scared the ever living you know what out of me. I thought, was, you know, I thought about that because when I did that one Lions Packers game, you go in there and you sit and you interview. Coaches, that the head coach, the quarterback. They're giving you their time. Yeah, yeah, and they don't want to be there. Okay, they're in the hotel. No. They don't. I didn't know these those even happened. By the way, that's how far I was down. I didn't even know <laughs> that the media was even in the hotels. I had no clue that that was happening every single game. I did not know really? that. Really? No, I had no idea. Yeah, they're not asking me. You should have, but they were not asking me. <laughs> Would have probably been a pretty good clip. But the the <laughs> if I was to get, let's say hypothetically, I was to get like a pretty prominent game. I mean, this show would have to change drastically. Uh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm going to have to run into these people, <laughs> and they're probably going to see it. And it's like, uh, I mean, you call it a fucking draw on fourth down, dude. What, yeah. what do you, what do you want from me? It's tough. That is a tough thing, I assume, for you, especially being on Mo- the Monday network. mornings. Yeah. Monday mornings, you come out of it, and you're like, Mike McCarthy, you know, goes for it on fourth down week one against the Rams when they're marching. Like, there's no reason to do that. What are you doing? Or Thanksgiving Day, Mike McCarthy calls a fake punt when you're in a one-score game with Washington, and then you're blowing up the the decision. That's a direct shot at like decision making and coaching. And then hey, a week later, you've got to you know sit in with that coach and look at him face to face. It's real, and I'll tell you, the quarterbacks they watch our show, they know. Um, and when you are positive about them, they very rarely say anything. But when you're negative, they'll let you know. What was your? What was the, there was a big one this morning for uh, you. Yeah, we we had a, there was a question on the bottom of uh, your show. Good morning, football, and you know it was muted at the time because we had pretty extensive pre-show meetings. Yeah. But extensive, yeah. extensive between Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz, who's more likely to hang out with celebrities? What was your answer? And how I mean, is that's the, the kind of how is that's that the kind the two? of how is that the two that's, USC that's, New York Jets? Carson's on a goddamn bobcat right now. How, how, how did those two end up being the two? What, what happened there? I think we missed maybe the point. I Our guy well, was getting buried. Que- <laughs> it's burning questions like that that give us the edge over shows that like uh, that like don't go as hard as that. Like, we go hard. <laughs> um, we ask questions. We ask questions that other shows are afraid to touch, and that's one of them. Um, Darnold and Wentz. It was all new faces and new places. Now. I would think there's about okay, okay, I think there's okay. a I would think there's about forty other quarterbacks who might be dabbling in celebrity culture, but we went with Wentz versus Darnold because well, that's also part of our show. Well, Darnold hangs out with Jordan Palmer all the time. Yeah, so sure. He's with a celebrity every day. Yeah. What do you have, AJ? Shriggs, uh, what do you think about Carson Wentz? I know Pat is heavily invested in Carson doing well in he's going what do you think how what do you think their season looks like and do you think this is like a, a year where everyone kind of changes the narrative on him? I don't think there's been a better, like, what do you want to call it? A parachute plan for a quarterback than this guy. Okay. In the fact that he's getting a second lease on his NFL life, but he's also getting the nourishment of the best offensive coach he's had, which is Frank Reich. His quarterback's coach in Press Taylor, who was with the Eagles when he had his breakout season. And what I feel like a, a fan base and an owner who are really, really invested in seeing him succeed. Like these are all things That's you want. Now, those are all like a perfect recipe. Now, other quarterback. I look at Jared Goff. He's going to Detroit, and it's a total rebuild. And they don't have Quentin Nelson on the offensive line. And, and everyone, and everyone. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. They're gonna oh! be a little bit. Oh! Oh! Hey, you're gonna 
the no, dark at Dan Campbell. No, no, you're gonna have to no, stare no. that guy in the face. Come on. I didn't say it. You said it. I said it's a rebuild. Oh, but they're gonna oh, be okay. young. Oh, you know? They're gonna be young. To reload. A little. Re it sounds like something we could put in big font. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the headline. The uh, the situation's really good for Wentz. But to your point, AJ, I think it's all up here. I don't know what's going on up there if he's got it because Philadelphia ripped him apart last year, and I and I think. It wasn't his physical ability. I think whatever happened emotionally and mentally to him and that town crushed him and that situation really ate at him. And the fact that they shipped him off for 50 cents on the dollar, you got, you got to take a mentally strong guy to be able to get over that and just say, hey, you know what? Let's go and let's let's fight back and we'll see is. if he can do that. He is, Shrinks. Carry that over to Good Morning Football, too. I, I sent a message. He's, he's ready to go. He is on a Bobcat rising through the ashes of Philadelphia like a phoenix right yeah. back to the top. He Love is it. six foot ten. He is yeah. when he walked <laughs> in when he walked into this studio, okay, after I potentially said some damaging no. things to his potential reputation when Aaron Rodgers was allegedly available uh -huh. and Matthew Stafford Situations. was available. Everybody in Philly was like, oh, get, hey, send Carson out to Indy. He'll yeah. love Indy. I'm like, hey, Philly, okay, why don't you guys deal with your own shit? We'll deal with our own. Then whenever Matt goes for like seven first rounders and Aaron, who knows what's going on there, he's not getting traded. It's like, yeah, bring Carson in then. Come on, yeah. come on, bring him. He walks in here. He's bigger than luck. He's taller than oh, luck. He's a big dude. He's big, big. Like he is Huge. a big, big guy. And I want to let you know, about four fifteen this morning, I went down a Carson Wentz wormhole highlights. Oh, good highlights, bro. He's great, but look for T. Y. Hilton over. By yeah, the way. hey, he, he was he's a statistically move. one of the worst quarterback seasons we've ever seen last year. And now you could say he was the scapegoat, he was the fall guy, he had no receivers, nothing. But gosh, that is real. It is you can't make like the interceptions he threw were were just unfathomable to to think that a quarterback that stage in his career was throwing those balls. So Frank, I didn't see those. So I saw the highlights. I know, and and you don't you don't type you don't type in Carson Wentz low light. No, Philly did. Yeah, yeah, Philly did. Philly, they, they exist. Yeah, they were putting so them on. Real. They were putting them on real. digital billboards over there. What do you have? I was gonna. Ask, are you worried? Are you guys worried that someone in the division may hire like a you're, you're a jackass <laughs> Sandler situation to follow Carson around all of his games? Oh, like yeah. fan. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I Just hope not. His head. The, the the interesting thing about Carson Wentz is. That team's potentially not, not not this year. Maybe they're not going to be my Super Bowl pick this year. Chiefs are going to be my. Wow. Well, okay. Our Patriots. Patriots. Early. It's May, bro. Go go last May. Shrakes, go last May. Hit a dinger. Okay. Add it. Okay. Just want to let you know, two Shrakes. I don't know if you're lefty. Ah, we don't know. We think so. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a full thing, there, Shrakes. You actually just dropped into. What do you think, Shrakes? You're an insider. Do you watch baseball? Super let me see. That's good. It looks like uh, swing. You got to swing though. Swing. Let me see. Otani. Let me see it. Hey, you just fucking slapped one out, Oppo. By the way. Wild. Yeah. Say Oppo with your stance. baseball guy. <laughs> and baseball guy. Good one. Hey, good one. You don't, you just you don't know if you bat left or right handed. Ooh. You can't. Say hey, who's throwing? Throw a pitch. Dude. Boom. There it is. I mean, now you got to throw. Throw it. a goddamn on, pitch, AJ. Throw it. Is he talking to me or Shregs? I know. What do you want me to do? Like, do that? There it is. There's your pitch. He's out of the box. Shregs might have something on his neck getting on the ball. Oh, I know. Oh. Oh. Illegal substance. Illegal substance. 
There you go. Go for it, George Brett. Give me a swing. Ball. It's a ball. <laughs> good eye. Good eye. Hey, good eye. Hey. Sweet. Hey. Hey. Sit that rep. Young shit, Carlos right? Mayerga. You're a lefty, dude. You Carlos. threw the fucking knob of the bat right at the ball. Yeah, that's a lefty. I did. I, I slapped that thing like a tag. You didn't see righty. What about righty? Pat, give me the most random mid-90s baseball player you can think of right now. Jason bro. Kendall. His fucking pop time was unbelievable. <laughs> hey, his pop time, it was nice. When he left Pittsburgh, we won Don Hill. Oh, no question. That guy used to wear no gloves. He'd pick up the telephone he pole. He the size of the... Oh, that guy. He epitomized baseball in Pittsburgh. Love Kendall. Love him. AJ, give me one. Random 90s baseball player. Oh, either Chris Sabo or Todd Benzinger. <laughs> Goggles. Sabo. Goggles. Yeah. Who's your team? Who's your team? I grew up a Yankees fan. Uh, I would, but like, they but, stink, but, but I was, let me explain. Yeah, Late yeah, yeah, 80s yeah, Yankees, like Steve Balboni and oh, Steve Stacks. Balboni. Mike Gallego and Randy Velarde and Pasquale Perez and Melito mm. Perez, both Perez. Oh, yeah. Was that the guy that was, that was uh, having sex with people in the outfield? Might have been. Who's ever caught? The Yankees guy that was having sex with people in the outfield in between innings. What's his name? <laughs> Uh, What's his name? I'm searching that. <laughs> new, you, yeah, like behind the fence or new, tw- new tweeter end zone dancer? <laughs> no, no, no. He was like, uh, guy's, guy's like, noted good time haver. This guy. Uh, Mickey Mantle. Mickey, yeah. Out. Is he a Yankee? Yeah. Mickey Mantle. And I don't think he was boinking <laughs> in between innings in the outfield. Might have been. Wasn't he with that <laughs> uh, celebrity? Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn oh, Monroe. yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- by, by the way, I think. No, it's Joe DiMaggio. Oh, okay. Zito, you're looking it up right now. I know you are. He did. I am looking right now. I'm yeah, he had a good time. It. Mickey Mantle. I'm sure oh, yeah. if you type in words. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Pat Kelly, like random Yankees from the late '80s. You're giving me Mickey Mantle as <laughs> is he a Yankee? Is he? I don't know. Is he? Yeah. Daryl Strawberries were popped up right away. Bingo. Darryl. That guy's that guy's porking out there. <laughs> Anyways, in the club. That's that's why baseball's baseball though. There's inside you know baseball stuff. Let's get back to football <laughs> strikes, please. I'm so sick of you guys talking about baseball. By the way, Man. This, this is unbelievable. It's not what this show's about. Okay, it's not what this show's about. Um, Doesn't fit the ethos. Let's go. Bingo, Strikes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> if you had to bet right now, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packer this year. Uh, I'm saying yes, but I, you know, I'm saying yes because the the risk of me saying no creates an avalanche of all crazy stuff. But as of right now, I, I <laughs> it don't would see him. It would, I, by the way, all hell would I break know. loose if you said. I know, I know, but I don't see him retiring, and I don't see the Packers trading him. So I will just say yes, he will be a Packer. Oh, gosh, there is such a long bridge to cross to get to that point right now. Who's telling you that? Both sides? League sources? Who do you think you who are you hearing from? The fact that his silence has been so deafening deafening over the last two weeks and he has not been out there refuting any of these stories and not coming out and saying I'm a Packer for life tells me everything I need to know. Speaking of Packer for life, Ty Schmidt, owner. Oh, that is disheartening. Um, but Shregs, we we saw how pissed everyone was last week with Tebow in Jacksonville. What the hell is going on up there? Have you heard anything <laughs> new? Is he going to make the team? Or is he starting? At why is everyone get Why is everyone get so mad about it? Not us. I mean, we weren't mad. I mean, the guy's a Jacksonville legend. He's no, but make- it really, people were pissed. Oh, oh yeah. That was it actually is. our take. Was people were pissed? Yeah, people were pissed. And to me, it's one of these deals where Urban going to bring him in i think and it's going to be hey this is what i value this he's going to set the tone this is kind of what i look at in a player 
as the ideal. And they're such a young team that, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, what's the worst that can happen? We cut them before training camp or even makes the team. So I would not what be shocked. What if they let his ass throw too? Ooh, you know what I mean? Like a full on. Yeah. yeah. Tight end pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, get really, people get really upset about Tebow. They and think around. that it's unfair, that there's cronyism, okay. that he's just being handed this thing. I don't think Tim Tebow is coming in as a joke if they bring him in there. I think Tim Tebow's there to kind of set an example and show them what Urban's all about and kind of being an extension of the coach. Yeah, culture builder, I think. And if he stinks, he's still in the locker room. They make him an assistant, tell him, like, hey, you, you, baseball was awesome. You love football, though. You will absolutely love this. I think it's, I don't think it's, I mean, there's people very upset about it, but I yeah. mean, and there is some guy from Northwest Missouri State who's not getting an opportunity mm. to play tight end. That's for the-, the take, right? That's the take, and it's like I guess, but that's the that's the world in a way. Like I you know I would have oh, loved yeah, to yeah. Have been, yeah, yeah. I, I would have loved to have been hired out of you know college to go work for ESPN, but I didn't have any hookups, so I didn't get that opportunity. So I had to work and make it happen. So to that Northwestern State tight end, you know, work your ass off. Maybe you find a way on a team. Hey. He went to Northwest Missouri State. He has NFL uh, potential. He knows how to work his ass. Yeah, that's right. He'll find him. He's going to find his way into a – He'll find him. What do you have, Gumpy? Yeah, Shregs, with what happened with Juwan James and the Broncos, are players just going to stop working out completely now? Oh, we got a bunch of slobs showing up National Fat League. Oh, Oh, no. Uh Bunch of fatsos? Oh, God. Come on. It's a hairy hairy topic. It really is because it wasn't like he was, you know, on a jet ski or was skateboarding or was skydiving. He was playing football. So – it's a very risky deal with what the NFL and the PA are going through, and it's going to be discussed for a long time. Um, some would say that th- this was a, a message to a lot of those players, hey, get to camp, get to camp. And I don't know if the NFL PA responds, but says, no, nah, we're good. We'll fight this to the end. So to your point, a lot of these guys work out on their own. The NFL likes having structure. They like having their eye on it, and these coaches really like having the players in the building. The Juwan James situation could be one of these we look back at for many years and say how this was handled and what's the step moving forward. Uh, you know NFL, we're talking to Peter Schrager, by the way, host of Emmy-nominated Good Morning Football. Yeah, wow! Thank you, Shrags. Way to go, Shrags. Who won in your category? Did I you win? You guys won. I, it starts in they uh, they do it in June. PTI will win it. They always win it. But good show. Whatever. Mike Wilbon told good me not to Can't do argue. what I'm doing, but yeah. can argue. It's a good show. It, it's a pretty good show. Wilbon's I grew up. Good. I grew up watching PTI, and then I still me watch too. it, and it's really good. So who am I? Yeah. I, don't, I don't watch it, but I do know that the clips I see very very good. Big brains, <laughs> big brains on it. But the clips I I'll see. I'll tell you this. Sure. I'll tell you this. They're not playing PTI on the wall at Club Rain. No. Much different show. Much different show. But Good Morning Football yeah. could be. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Good Morning oh, yeah. Football potentially a club. How do you like that club I made up? Club Rain. Sounds oh, that, right, no. right? I actually, I almost tried to buy a Club Rain in Oakland, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Spelled R-E-I-G-N. Yeah, and I was going to turn it to uh, Club Blackout. Good idea Ooh. not to do that, by the way. We decided <laughs> against it. That was a good idea. That was when I was in the league. Very young. That was pre-arrest, post-NFL, though. Okay. Still had a lot of money, was living reckless. Yeah. Let's buy a club in the middle of uh, downtown. Why not? Still could happen. Place was a shithole, too. You remember how bad that place was? Yeah, big turnaround, probably. We, we had to go look at it during the daylight. Much different place in the day. <laughs> I it was bet. Flashlights and everything. Had, but that could have been a good business. Um, last question. Yeah. Shrek, is this the best sports talk you've... This is not the question. This is just something that popped into my mind. <laughs> Is this the best sports talk you've been a part of in some time now? You know, away from Good Morning Football, obviously. Yeah, I enjoy it. I always say this, and I mean this. 
there are so many guys that I love as personalities, as players, and they come on to television and they become the same player that I've seen on TV for the last 30 years. To see you and AJ in this role here and being yourselves and not being put into a suit and tie and suddenly talking about 3-4 scheme and that's what you're supposed to do, Big it guy. really means a lot. And I think it's very 2021 and it's entrepreneurial and it shows just be yourself and you guys are doing it. And I love the crew you guys have established. I, uh, look, I love coming on with you guys. You're real. It's cool. Thank you, Shregs. Thank you, Shregs. That was very, very nice of you, Shregs. And I like it. I do enjoy breaking down a 3-4 defense personally. You know, AJ likes to give these incredibly hot takes. And yeah. maybe one day he'll give you the Aaron Rodgers scoop on Good Morning Football. I assume he would do that before he would do it on this particular show. Oh, yeah. AJ, what do you what do you think of, um, Here you, go. you know, now there's a kind of a cottage industry of, the Rogers voice, uh, and now everyone's obviously, you are that guy. You guys had him on 22 times over the last 20 weeks, but now you're getting some ex-Packers out of the woodwork being like, hey, uh, let me give you my thoughts on my friend Aaron Rodgers. Do you roll your eyes at this, or is that one of those deals? Act like you're on Good Morning Football, AJ, not on this yeah, show. Go yeah. ahead. No, I don't, I don't roll my, I mean, if you're talking like John Kuhn and- No, I wasn't John. even thinking one in particular. I just feel like now is the time, if you're an ex-Packer who played with Rodgers, get on television and give us your take, you know? Yeah, well, I also I think was that sometimes sometimes they reach out and ask to you know they maybe some guys don't want to say no maybe some guys want to be on but like John Kuhn we had him on the show here he has a radio show there he's dialed in with all sides of it he actually works he for the Packers yeah. so okay but yeah. yeah it's weird I didn't know this is not uh, I went to the Friday edition of the Oaks race before the Kentucky Derby and that's the day that all this stuff happened. I had no clue. I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, it was going to be, oh, I'm going to come back here next week and get grilled by Pat for five straight days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that has to happen for the good of sports media. You know? I'm yeah. fine with it. Yeah, by the way, I'm fine with it. I, I, I give my opinion. That's all I have. I don't, I don't know. And you're great at it. And, and if it's not you, I'm getting Miles Teller on this set. Oh, We're going to talk to him about it because he might have the information if you're not willing to give it. Hey, he's a big Eagles fan. That team stinks, but I heard he has a great time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard he has a great time. I heard Miles Teller, good guy. He's going to be in that movie with Tom Cruise. Talk Tom Cruise, too. He's going to go to space. Bro, they made that movie like five years ago. We had him on at the Super Bowl in Miami, and he's like, the movie's coming out, and then it's still not out. So I've been waiting a long time for Tom this. Tom Cruise is piecing together every yeah. single frame. Yeah. By himself. I think they did go to space, didn't they? Yeah, uh, not yet, but I believe that's his next. Cruise uh, is going to space very soon. Uh, do, do you know James Cameron? Is Avatar <laughs> coming out anytime, Shrek? They're supposed to be what? The answer is no, Shrek's. Right? <laughs> I don't need your shit. Shrek's knows people you don't know. Shrek's, is Avatar coming out or not? I believe they signed the deal to do three more avatars. That's what I heard, but we don't Hell have yeah. we don't have a date yet. I don't know. It's it. I, I'm still waiting for the Ghostbusters movie. That was supposed to come out last summer. I want all these movies out. I'm ready. I I, I go to the. Ghost? I love movies. So many movies. Shrek, 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 Shrek. Don't don't do what you just did there, please. <laughs> you don't like Ghostbusters? Listen, not Shrek. A fan? Do not. I mean, what are you doing? Avatar, <laughs> dude. We're talking Avatar. Jacob Soli, dude. I don't, you know, Ghostbusters. I'm, You're talking saving an entire planet. Come on. Okay. Bro, bro, ghosts are coming. The no, state UFOs is. Marshmallow yeah. is terrorizing oh, New York. UAP. And they're probably going to look like avatars. Uh-huh. We've got Slimer. <laughs> How dare you, Avatar? Well, who are they going to call? I'll tell you who. Jacob Sully when shit hits the fan. Ladies yep. and gentlemen. <laughs> Host of the Emmy-nominated show, Good Morning Football, incredibly cool dude. We appreciate you. Hey, mortified. Thanks, thanks for coming out of the. Uh, thanks for coming out oh of the shave. Mortified, bro. But thank you. I love coming on with you guys. No, it's a scarf. It's a scarf. Ladies and gentlemen, high fashion, Peter Schrager. Yeah. 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 
Joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk. Hey, AJ. Hey, hey, AJ, how are you feeling today's show has been? It's going well. I'm curious how you feel now. I figured this last break heading into the last hour here on Sirius is when you're going to really maybe hit a wall. I do believe this next commercial break could be a problem. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go out there, shoot some hoops, I think. Yeah. I'm going to maybe have to talk to old Benjamin Bong uh-huh, sure. out there and, and maybe see how... How he's doing with the CBD. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there is some mood-boosting CBD from, you know, our the incredible folks, CBDMD. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I think it is going to be a problem. I mean, I'm two heats deep. Oh, and I, you can't boy. do that. I might be up to it tomorrow again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Drinking gasoline. It's diesel, pal. It's diesel. Hey, what's keeping you up? Why do you think you were up all night and forever? So, hey, first... Hey, I, I called a main event pay-per-view last night for WWE. Yeah. And if you're not like a big wrestling fan, that might not be a big deal. But that was like a really cool thing. And I think, you know, like the flight home, I was I, I, I should have fell asleep then. That's when I should have set the tone. Mm-hmm. I should have tried to fall asleep on the plane. Right. Couldn't do it because we had such good Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't, which doesn't always happen. So I had to take advantage of it. And then when I got home... You know, I'm up and at him, and then the, the, the dogs are on my air mattress. Oh. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? The dogs are on the air mattress. I, I try to move them. I potentially get higher from one of them. It's like, okay, not my house anymore. I haven't been here for four nights, I understand. And then I haven't been here for four nights. The first time you see me, I'm telling you, get the fuck out of the room. So it was like a, I was trying to get comfortable around them. You know what I mean? Because dad's home, don't want to be an asshole. And that just, you know, it was a bad decision. And then awesome. one hour led to two, then three, then four. Sure. Then we were up this morning watching the sun come up. Then we boxed a couple Oculus folks. And then here we are running a goddamn show with zero hours of sleep in the last 35 hours. What were you going to say? I was just say, also, yesterday was just a really fucking cool day. I wasn't tired at all on that plane. We saw some people, met some people that hey. we didn't expect to. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, a very good friend of a legend that I I got the phone number of Whoa. full conversation. What? Very wow. complimentary of. Yeah, Rick Flair and I had a great conversation oh, yesterday. Okay. One of his best Woo. friends, ladies and gentlemen, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Live from three to six, Monday through Friday on WX DX. Tested IQ of 166, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Madden. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, Pop? First off, Pat McAfee, I was partying with the Nature Boy Friday and Saturday. Uh, so he came fresh out of that right to us because he was... Oh, he, he never stops, Pat McAfee, even at 72. He'll stop when he's dead, and that won't be forever because I've never even entertained the possibility of a world without Ric Flair. Tony Khan in the house, former wrestler Joe Gomez, Rick's wife, the wondrous Wendy. It was a heck of a day at sea in Atlanta, GA, on Friday and Saturday. But I just want to thank you for finally ending the shadow ban on me. Oh, my God. Mark, Mark Matt, Mark. the Pat McAfee show. Mark, that's and not Matt, real. you did it. You did it because you love me. No. I make you flinch, but you love me. AJ Hawk knows. Ariel Helwani knows. And the great Pat McAfee show audience knows. So I am back and better than ever. But I know what you want to talk about. And it's not a comfortable subject. No, listen, I don't know what that was going to be right there. Um, but you had never had a shadow ban. I was saving. I, listen, I know you're a weapon. I was wait. You got into a battle with the entire Watt family. I was like, okay. Can yeah. we, do, now I was thinking like, do I have Mark on to kind of just, you know, talk about him trending on Twitter last night because he got into a, a joust with the Watt family. I'm like, ah. 
we'll let this one die off. Then Steelers make some moves. I'm like, now is the time. Uh, Penguins lose in the playoffs. And the wrestling world is heating up around Mark Madden. Now's the perfect time to bring it back. That's good booking. That's good booking, Mark. That's not a shadow ban. Well, for whatever reason, you got the big baby face pop. And by the way, he's TJ Watt in the regular season. In a playoff game, he's TJ who, where, and why. Okay. Oh, okay. no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, by the way, very, very good. Okay, that's exactly, that's exactly what we're referring to. Um, let's talk about some hockey, and then we'll bounce around to whatever. Uh, the best wrestling show, period, that you had with Mansuri for a little over a month, I believe, was incredible. Mansuri has moved on to do his own thing. I assume he will continue to do the podcast world. I told you this the other day on the phone. I hope you can continue to do that by the way i love hearing your brain talk about the business i'm a massive fan of that show so i just want to make sure everybody understands that that i hope you get back into the wrestling talk world uh but i, I wish the best wrestling show period could have had a little bit longer but mansur is going to do his own thing we're happy for him well right there was nothing sinister about it as i said on twitter uh when the best wrestling show uh went on hiatus it's uh circumstances change logistics became impossible but as I said, Pat, I was with Ric Flair this weekend, Tony Khan. I was also with Conrad Thompson this weekend. Oh, Whoa. we got a little ad-free show coming. Uh, uh, uh. You never know. You never know. Discussions are in very preliminary terms, but uh, I think Conrad Thompson's amazing. The empire he's created is amazing. So we'll see what transpires there. But let, let's get to the unpleasant topic, Pat. Okay. The Penguins. Mark. The Penguins soiled the bed Mark. in game one yesterday. Tristan Jari. This guy stinks, Mark. What is, uh... He soiled the blue paint, to be sure. Maybe because he was too goddamn deep in the net on every goal. Uh, Pat, the thing with Jari is, none of those goals were terrible. They were all stoppable. Yes. And four is just too many. And very rarely can you say that one guy lost the game. You guys know that. That goes for any sport. But Tristan Jari lost the game. The Penguins weren't great. They weren't at the top of their performance level. But if he plays even average, the Penguins win the game. And he absolutely has to turn it around because now you're looking at must win in game two tomorrow night. But, Pat, I have a confession to make when it comes to the Penguins. What? And I don't want to dishearten anybody, most of all you. But when it comes to the Penguins, me, Mark Madden, I may be a stooge and a sellout. What? I think I've overestimated, especially this year. Oh, no. I don't think I gave the Islanders enough credit. Oh, no. Pat, the Penguins now have lost 10 of 11 playoffs. It was games. your tweet I saw, yeah. God. I mean, how can you think that, okay, they'll just bounce back. Everything's okay. It's only one game. And maybe they will. But considering this playoff series started the exact same way the last two did for the Penguins with an overtime loss, considering they lost five straight playoff games to the Islanders, considering that that game yesterday looked like an extension of that four-game sweep at the hands of New York in 2019. Hey, I'm hoping they can bounce back. I thought Crosby was brilliant yesterday. I thought Latang was brilliant yesterday. But they got to get better from Jari. And they gotta figure out a way to beat the Islanders. Yeah, they beat them six of eight in the regular season, but now five straight losses. What's that all about? In playoff games, it makes can't you wonder, it. right? Can't have it. Um, AJ has a, a couple questions for you as well. And far away, I'm honored to be in the presence of 
AJ Hawk. Now, he, by the way, I think you two would love each other, by the way. <laughs> that is something I do believe if we ever got you guys in the same well, you're, room. You're Jack Johnson's brother in law, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jacko's a good guy. He struggled a bit here. <laughs> I, I think he's going to do better in New York. It just won the good fit, but he's a heck of a guy and has had a heck of a career. Yeah, he's got a good brother in law, too, and AJ. But yeah. when, when you look around right now at the Stanley Cup playoffs and. Um, who who is the runaway here? Is there a runaway? Because I, I oh, assume you know there what? was Sidney Crosby. I assume there was a runaway. There was potentially a runaway. There were two runaways, Tampa and Vegas. Oh, but then right, Tampa slipped to third in their division, and now their path is too tough. They got to go through Florida and Carolina, and then two more good teams. Vegas slipped to second in the West, and now their path is too tough. Those were two divisions where finishing first meant a lot, and neither team could do it, and they still could win. But they're not the favorites I envisioned to make the final because of the path they now have to travel. Hey, Mark, I hate to veer you away from hockey, but going back to that whole situation with the Watt family, what what started that? And was there anything that did you get any clarity? Did you guys like figure things out? Like where are you at? Uh, No, no, no. We're still at each other's throats, and I don't care if TJ Watt likes me or not. I don't give a rat's ass about none of that. Uh, I got a report from somebody who was there, who was there. Oh, come on. The TJ Watt skipped his exit meeting. I, I've never had an exit meeting. And was, well, then, you, then you're I just have. as guilty, Pat. How dare no. Uh, no, no, that's what I was told by a very reliable source, and he denies it. So really, in the long run, who cares? But that's where the disagreement started. And, and I'm just not a big Steeler guy anymore. They're not the team they were when I – revered them growing up i mean just just i mean juju smith schuster on 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 tiktok i mean you know he's he's had three season defining fumbles why are we talking about juju whoa hey 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 guy had some big plays last year for the pittsburgh steelers yeah right? like the one that lost the game to cincinnati <laughs> one game that's one game okay there's a lot of games and next year there'll be a lot more and it bends back hey Ben's all the way back. Ben's Juju. Back. Juju. I, I haven't seen a lot of Juju dancing no. lately. He's locked. Hey, he's dialed locked in. in. Yeah, I'm sure he's totally locked in. We got nothing to worry about. You guys got a lot to worry about over there. New offensive coordinator. Is that guy going to mesh with Ben Roethlisberger? Oh, my. Oh. A lot of reti- Pat, Pat, you'll know right away. You'll know right away because if Ben's under center, more. Then they're doing the Matt Canada offense. All his deception is predicated on the quarterback being under center. But if Ben's in the shotgun, as Ben prefers to be, then he is the shadow offensive coordinator, just as he was for the last how many offensive coordinators? Go ahead, Diggs. No, I agree. I agree with everything Mark said. You know, I... Of course you do. (laughs) What does that mean? Jeez. I don't always agree with everything Mark says, but everything on, on Juju, we agree. We're on the same point there. Well, again, if they win, they win. But they ain't won in a while. They've won three playoff games in 10 years. Uh, uh, Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio had a heck of a quote last week. Greeny, he's got a lot of those, AJ. Hey, listen, get a pen and a pad out, AJ. Please, sorry, Mark, I'm trying to learn. I'm a big, I'm a big Greeny guy. I, I like Mike, worked with him at ESPN before I got wrongfully terminated, but that's <laughs> another story. That's All a great together. story, by the way, that, but that is a different day. That is a different day, but that is a great story. Yeah. So Greeny said that if it wasn't for Mike Tomlin's credibility and the faith he has in him, he would consider the Steelers one of the worst teams in the NFL. Greeny, wow. come on. They were straight last year. And Brooke Pryor from ESPN.com, her prediction upon the Steelers' schedule reveal was that the Steelers lose their last four games and miss the playoffs. 
Brooks Dude, said that. Ah, Tomlin's a closer. 17-game 17, uh, 17 season. You're going to see an entirely different Steeler team. You're going to get back Tomlin's on the— Tomlin's a closer. Yeah, yeah, he's turning yeah. around. Yeah. Turning Did around. Did pay attention the last three seasons, Pat? They collapsed like dogs in uh, each of the last three seasons. They got hurt. Okay, COVID. There's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a lot of things. Duck. Now, listen. Not his fault. Not his fault. Mm-hmm. Not Doc Hodges. He's still with the LA Rams. He's competing. No, yeah. not anymore. For, yeah. Can't spell duck without suck. <laughs> well, that's just well you can. Actually, you're right. It's not relevant, but they won. <laughs> you felt good about it, though. You right? Yeah, that one came to the mind one time. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. it just came to mind. I spit it out. Hey, man, I'm enjoying this wrestling commentating a lot. You had to have a yeah, time. you're good at it. You're doing a good job. I, you know, I gotta figure. You know, like the people that have commentated understand that I'm fucking up a lot of stuff. But I'm, I feel like I'm gonna get oh, it. No, no, no. Well, you know where you have an edge. For one thing, Cole's really good. Unbelievable, Cole. Is okay, up. he's really good. The other is you have a two-man booth. Yeah, agreed. Two-man booth is important. Three-man booth. I was in a three-man booth and a two-man booth. And with a three-man booth, all you do is get your shit in. That's all you want to do. With a two-man booth, you can let silence tell the story. You can let it be a dramatic device. So uh, what I want to know, Pat, is how much is Vince in your ear? Okay, so he has been, by the way. It has been... Like, everybody tells these horror stories, you know, about this whole thing. I guess that's, like, kind of a narrative that gets out there. I, and this is might be just the way I operate, I enjoy listening to people. Sp- like, I enjoy listening to brains spill, you know, through their mouth. Like, I, and Vince McMahon is this business genius, right? I mean, we all agree with that. I mean, the guy took a, uh, something that was obviously incredible in territory and region and took it just to a global thing. So business-wise, creativity-wise, the people that he's created, everything like that. Now, granted, people can talk about the quality of product year over year over year. I can get in that conversation too if you want to because there are some things that you go, whoa, what the hell is going on back then? But most of the time here, for 1,134 uh, straight weeks, that's how long SmackDown's been on. That, that whole show, so I assume there's going to be some ideas that aren't great. So anytime he comes in there, I, I actually enjoy it. And he's actually cackled a couple times, I think. I think Ooh. I've gotten a laugh in there uh, a couple times. I've gotten a couple things. I've gotten like a compliment. I've gotten a, I've gotten like a, hey, one of those a couple times. I've, I've kind of enjoyed it. The issue I'm having is, okay, so he's in there. Cole's in there. The ref might be in there, and the uh, the wrestlers are, are potentially talking. There's a lot, and my shit never stops. So it's like there's a lot of stuff going on in there. You know what I mean? How did you how did you handle it? Do you just have to isolate? Like how did you compartmentalize? No, I said you know I didn't mind if they'd come in with an occasional suggestion, but I, I would hate when they would come in with jokes because they're not funnier than me. <laughs> and, and, I haven't and, done it. And I hate it when they came in too much, like machine gun all the time. And I said on a couple of occasions, hey, if you think you can do it better, come on down at the next commercial break. Uh, but I don't think I'd have the guts to say that to Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, well, by the way, if he was a machine gun, I would absolutely love it because yeah. the next day I'd be like, hey, 75% of what I said last night came right from a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. well, like, well, well, where Vince has credibility, though, is because he was a pretty good announcer back when, Pat. Yeah, I watched. Where the guys that were in my ear, I, I couldn't understand them when they were talking yeah. at the hotel bar. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you though Mark you're unbelievable every time you come on here um, I hope the Pens win the Stanley Cup you know in spite of your negativity that we heard oh, earlier no, please please I'm a stooge and a sellout because I have too much positivity mm-hmm. I mean we didn't give the Islanders nearly enough credit coming into this series 
Now, I think if the Penguins win tomorrow night, if they lose, it slides out. But if they win tomorrow night, Pat, I think they win in seven. But now I think it is going to go the distance. Uh, Penn's winning in five. Ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. Mark Madden. Yeah! So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sports book going for a lot of reasons most of them what I just said uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel obviously there are so many different ways to win there's more things to bet on their boosts seem to always hit which is just fucking themselves over time and time again uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook and you will too if you haven't used it yet use it nah also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. By the way, Mickey Mantle was getting sucked off in right field. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thought so. Thought so. Sports show, dude. Sports talk host. I know my stuff. I didn't know he was a Yankee, but I did know a Yankee was getting it. Good ball. You know, you all... He, he was, what, trying to be... Like read the history book of the Yankees there allowed his Yankee fandom and then you as well and then I throw out maybe the biggest stat in the history of the Yankees guys getting sucked off in the outfield and everybody nah I don't think so and then Zito I got a blowjob under the right field bleachers by the Yankee bullpen clear as day <laughs> it was about the third or fourth inning I had a pulled groin and couldn't <laughs> keep pulled the groin <laughs> couldn't have sex at the time she was a very nice girl and asked me what I do Jesus. with the. Jesus. <laughs> I, so I said, don't ask. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> what is this? What is that? Yeah, that's that's that from like, Mickey yeah, Mantle. It's like a fifth uh, grade uh, school project. It's not from Mickey Mantle, I don't think. It's his memoir, dude. It's tough to believe. But. <laughs> I love Mickey Mail. Sailor's mouth on that, guys. You can see how I could see that and never forget it. Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. see how could I can you write that. You couldn't <laughs> argue that kind of writing. You cannot argue that. Today, Great penmanship. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Speaking of. Yes, that's what Mickey used. Our go to <laughs> at the time. Can't you read through all the answers, please? <laughs> Seems like an after dark. Right, we'll get it later. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> uh, there's no way I'm going to make it this hour and 16. There's zero chance of this. I haven't done this in a long time. <clears throat> 30 some hours, dude. Are you kidding me right now? What the hell? I was staring at the ceiling, going into wormholes, getting upset about South Dakota State, then getting upset about Jari. Has he figured out how to play fucking goalie yet? Doubtful. They had a practice today, so. Yeah, he better be on extra time on the ice, huh? I heard he got diced in practice. I would like to hear. Oh, you no. shut up. Your I, team lost, too. Up, you guys stink. Oh, Craig oh, Adams. He's telling me what I heard. He's telling me what I heard. He's telling me what I heard. Craig Adams off the street. He got no stick taps today at practice. What I heard. I heard what Connor said. Yeah. 
Sydney's like, this guy stinks. Sydney's lifting it up on his hand, throwing it at his face. This guy wouldn't know a stick tap of him in the face. Yeah, right. This guy didn't even know it. That's true. There's one right there. Bruins are going to get swept. Hand. Swept. We lost 2,000 viewers in the last 35 seconds. Makes sense. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know why you're watching to begin with. Okay? That was everyone watching with their kids and you were reading the mantle. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. No, that's why we're on at the club. We're not on the kindergarten. Yeah. Anyways, good morning football for that type of stuff. Miss Johnson, what does that mean? I don't know, but let me tell you about a guy named Aristotle. Okay? So we're down in Tampa. This is the first time we've been to Tampa for the weekend because we had to stay for Sunday. <laughs> WrestleMania backlash. The boys who don't, me and Foxy head to the arena. The boys who don't head to the arena normally fly out on Friday so they can get home, have Friday night the full weekend or whatever. And I appreciate you guys traveling and everything like that. For some reason, in between weeks here, they just stop those flights. Oh, yeah. Well, right? I've just changed them up or there's long layovers and, you know, different Six places. Hours. Used to be a direct flight, though. Tampa to Indy. I never understood why. I did not know, like, because Indy will just, hey, Indy will have flights and then they will just, pfft, they don't have see ya. that see ya. nicest airport in America. Ten years running. Okay, we don't have any fucking flights, and yeah. it, yep. it, it, we can go on with what they chose to do construction wise here downtown as well. Good There's Lord. a lot of decisions that are made in this entire thing. But anyways, thanks, Ted So the boys were there for the weekend. They flew back Sunday morning. I think like six a.m. They had to wake mm-hmm. up four thirty or whatever. So we wanted to get off where we live, which is an island. No, mm-hmm. we live on an island. And we went into town in Tampa to a place called Hyde Park. Okay, we heard about this place. Super nice area. Hey. Steakhouse? Or is it a steak? There's a steakhouse Hyde Park. There is a steakhouse <laughs> yeah. called yeah. Hyde Park. And if there was a Hyde Park in Tampa, it would be in Hyde Park. That's okay, right. so Hyde Park is like this nice area. You walk around. Foxy actually was trying to get to a Winn-Dixie and drove past this thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was trying to find some groceries, and he saw this place. And we were trying to, you know, because this is the first time we'd ever been in Tampa for other than fly-in, show, show, fly home. So this is our first time really being in Tampa. You know, it was beautiful weather. Let's go ahead and check this out. So we parked this Hyde Park place. Obviously, Benjamin Bentley is down there, okay? So mm-hmm. we, we stack in, and Connor's dressed Hysterically, Ty, hysterically, Zito, hysterically. We're talking athletic shorts, t-shirts, sunglasses, cigar hats. I mean, it, it, rolling out of a Bentley in this super nice area. Okay, so it's like ridiculous. Immediately upon getting out of the car, Bland White tells us, mm-hmm. "Oh, I love my Bentley." Okay, so that's where <laughs> that's where we are. Okay, if you if you can just understand the area. So we get out of the car. I go, "Oh man, I'm scared to drive this, but it is a nice car." And he said, "I got a McLaren as well." <laughs> like yeah. quick conversation with Whoa. this guy over the Bentley. Yeah. It was like, but that was immediately setting the tone for where we're at. We cross the street to get into the little shopping area. There's three kids, three teenagers. It looks like you know, three teenagers. Uh, the one kid walking in the middle, obviously leader of crew, although not tallest. Okay, there was another oh. kid with him who had a mullet, not leader of the crew. I think he was potentially wild card, but he was quiet. Okay? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And there was another kid who didn't say a word, kind of just hanging around. And then there was this one kid in the middle, uh, Yankees jersey on, backwards Yankees hat, blonde hair, coolest kid of all time. Okay, yeah. coolest kid of all time. We're walking, and Connor immediately goes, I'm going to go spit in that kid's face. And I said, what is your fucking problem? That is a child, okay? He's like, yeah, he's a Yankees fan at this age. Look, I want to spit in that kid's face. I said, is this normal? We get into a full conversation about like, is this normal how you speak about kids? This this should not be happening, okay? How old? How old is the kid? I, they look like teenagers, like young teenagers. Though. Like, like they, mm-hmm. they, were, they look early teens, maybe 10, 11, 12, three of them. 
So we passed that. That kind of sets the tone for our entire day walking around there. I mean, it is just, it is a wild time. We're walking around. We walk, A place called the Meat Market was basically oh, yeah. like, I mean, it was the party place. There was a uh, uh, anthropology there yeah, where you saw some. There was a, a Bespoke Post had it, like a headquarters Ooh, down there. Yeah. It was like a really nice area. Lululemon, I think. There was like a, oh, yeah. it was a really nice little walk around area. 45 minutes, we're looking for ice cream. Okay, I, I was on my cheat day. I wanted ice cream. Yep. Literally why we went to the area, we had nothing else to do. You know, let's go get some ice cream. Such a nice area. All they got is that fucking yogurt stuff. Yeah. The oh, super yeah. healthy stuff. They had these pops, like these popsicles. Gourmet no Gourmet pop. They stunk. It stunk because how nice it was. I was like, yeah, this ain't it. So 35, 45 minutes, we're going into stores, peeking around, saying hello to people. Andrew Schultz was there as well, I uh -huh. guess, somewhere, yeah. because somebody had stopped us and he goes, Andrew Schultz just walked by. You guys walked by. Is there something going on here? And I was like, I'm trying to find fucking ice cream. I don't know what Andrew Schultz is doing, but we're just looking for ice cream. Wish I would have ran into him. Big fan. That would have been a cool moment for all of us, I think. Instead, we just walked aimlessly, found nothing. Fruitless hunt for our ice cream. Then we go back to the car, and there's a place called Goody Goody. Old school diner. It's got a hamburger right on top of that thing. We walk in. Okay, there's a diner open. No other tables are open. Uh, just a diner. And those three kids we seen walking earlier are sitting at the diner in the most inconvenient spot of all time on the diner, like of right course. there. So immediately I go, hey, boys, what's going on? Can you guys slide down a couple seats so we can fit at the diner? Absolutely, these kids. And the kid yeah. in the middle with the hat is like, you got it, boss. Like, super personal. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. We sit down. This kid starts bossing around the waiter. Yeah. Mac and cheese. I'm and, the dumb now, I'm, Joel. And, and Joel, the, the server's like, you got it. Come <laughs> right on. I'm like, yo, this kid is awesome, okay? So, you know, uh, a conversation starts. I go, uh, obviously, big Yankees fan. We got a big Yankees fan here. You know what I mean? And, and Ty goes, and, and this kid goes, uh, Yankees not good this year. And Ty goes, no, no, no. Hey, 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 don't you ever say that. And I go, hey, kid, have a little faith. Hey, hey, we're going to get hot here late, yeah. okay? Uh -huh. These bats are going to get hot. Pitching's going to get hot, this whole thing. And then Connor, okay? Connor goes, uh, you guys stink to this kid. Yep. Okay, you guys stink to this kid. Right across the diner. Four feet away, might have been 10 years old. If I was to guess how old they were, I would have said 10 years old, 11 years old, tiny kids. Oh, you guys stink. And then uh, Connor does this entire bit about how we're at the top of the league looking down at you. We're a top tier team. You're a bottom feeding team. This kid fires back immediately and goes, that's not a top tier hat. Then he looks at this fucking guy here. This is his face. Hey, across, across the diner, this kid just, that's not a top tier hat. Like literally, as soon as he shot it out. Boom. So we obviously, oh! Diner, this little child, this little ash child and his friend just bullied Connor, okay? Just bullied him. So I go, hey, how old are you? He goes, uh, I'm 13. I go, what's your name? He goes, it's a long one. And he takes a big chug of like a Coca-Cola float. Boozing. Puts it down, okay, slides his macaroni cheese over and goes, Aristotle. And then they fucking bounce. I was like, this is the coolest kid of all time. Connor, for the next 30 minutes, was plotting this child's death yeah. in his head Still and am. out loud. And I want to name my kid Aristotle now, strictly because of the 13-year-old who looked exactly like Bieber. Hey, yeah. if, 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 this, if Bieber had jet white blonde hair that came all the way down. He would look exactly like Bieber, dunked on Connor. Connor hated himself, and that oh, was the rest yeah. of the day. Oh. I mean, it was 
It was awesome, AJ. One of my favorite moments in the history of existence, actually. I was crying. <laughs> this kid was this big. Yeah. He was a child. And Connor, from day, I'm going to spit on his face, said, before he even <laughs> talked to him. Yeah. Then he should've. seen 45 minutes should've. later, fucking dunk Just on his ass. Skydive. I love Aristotle. And right before they left, he takes a big sip of whatever the hell he's drinking. He stares at me and goes, go Yanks. As he's walking out, and I just go, I'll see you in hell. Yeah, he did say. Because <laughs> I will. He did say, I'll see you in hell. Yeah, he did say that to a, to a 13-year-old. We knew at that point he was 13. That kid's yeah. on a path to hell, so I know I'll see him down there. That kid is a bully. It was awesome. I mean, if he's bullying you, Connor, yeah, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Dude, yeah. and it, especially with the pop we gave him. <laughs> oh, yeah. The entire awesome. diner started yeah. laughing. What were his friends doing? How did his friends react? I mean, same way. Oh! The kid with the mullet had a full, oh! Like a full, oh! It was. These kids had no guardians. No. They were just roaming around all by himself. Uh Yep. It was. Joel said they come in all the time. Pretty good kids, actually. Yeah, except they're cheapskates. The guy tipped them two bucks. I was like, Aristotle, I mean, clearly you're walking around here like it's your town. Help the guy out one time. So you still have a beef with Aristotle. You I'll have a beef with him forever. It was awesome, dude. It was so awesome. The, uh, Joel, then after we get dunked on, well, he gets dunked on by Aristotle. He comes up and goes, uh, so you guys construction workers in town? <laughs> yeah, <that was> you. <laughs> you guys construction workers? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not. I wish. I wish we were at Okay, what do you guys do? Uh, no, just get dunked on by kids. Bro. Yeah. All right, to be yeah. honest, the vibe that those three put out is very construction worker. Oh, yeah. I, Massive compliment. Yeah. I, I, I took that as a massive compliment yeah. when we were saying. And then literally, I mean, look, look at hey, him, dude. hey, Benjamin was parked right outside of that place. Mm-hmm. So we all got up and just went right into that car. I wonder what that waiter, what the fuck, who was it? Yeah. Are those drug dealers that just got dunked on by fucking Aristotle right there? What a moment, dude. I loved it. I wonder Connor's going to be searching for him. You know Connor's never going to stop looking for that no. kid. He's easy to find. I think he's at that diner every yeah. 5 o'clock. Get yeah. Bailey. Right, get shit. Bailey on him. Bailey will find oh, him. Whoa. Shit. Well, no, I, I need to get to him first before I let Bailey slit his throat. You know? Connor Jeez. said, there's a 13-year-old. Come on. Hey, hey. Who is probably going to have a it. much brighter future than all of us. Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's obviously up in, up in the air now, but he wanted to burn his hat at the diner. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, no, you can't let this 13-year-old beat you this bad. He had just bought the hat. Ten minutes beforehand, yeah, love the yeah, hat. Florida hat. Yeah, I think go. it's a cool hat. Me too. I love it. Aristotle does not. Though. Too bad it's in the garbage right after the show. I'm with you. That kid fucking stinks. Yes, that kid Whoa. was awesome, dude. Disney I, Channel villain. I love that kid. I give him a standing O, which I'm probably a part of the problem. You know, wow. <laughs> we probably you... should have let him know that that ain't how it works. And the way you're talking to old Joel about the mac and cheese and the running and <laughs> shit, that ain't how it works either. But. He did pay the bill and it kind of gave like yeah. A- I mean, when you see someone windmill dunk on someone else like that, you kind of have to. I mean, we reacted how you should. I yeah, mean, it was it was startling. And Aristotle will carry that with him, hopefully for at least another week or so, because that was a massive moment. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to the show. The fact that you allow us to penetrate your ear holes, I am incredibly grateful for it. There's a lot of other things that you could listen to in there. Oh yeah, a lot of podcasts out there. A lot of good podcasts out there. That's right. Some shit, but there's a lot of really good podcasts out there. The fact that you allow us into your daily routine, we are eternally grateful for. Hashtag in the pod squad. Ty's always picking people to give away some money. We can't thank you enough for hanging in there this long. Be a friend, tell a friend, Ty. Please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Monday for a huge Tuesday manana. Cheers.